one would need to be living in a very deep cave to have not heard, Bill Cosby, once America's favorite television comedian, is now a convicted sex offender. His conviction for aggravated sexual assault is both an affirmation that no one is immune from the force of the law and a depressing reminder of how those with power and influence typically believe they are far above the petty concerns of human decency and respect for others. To say that everyone of a certain age is confused about finding out that Bill Cosby, Mr. Jello Pudding Pops, was in the habit of drugging and assaulting women many, many women, apparently is a stupendous understatement. Although he has been mostly out of the public eye in recent years, in part because of the mounting evidence of his criminal behavior, no one who came of age in the 60s, 70s, 80s, or 90s could escape his mirthful and beneficent presence. He was America's dad, no doubt about it. Reading the comments on the media posts concerning Mr. Cosby's conviction, one senses a collision of vindication and dismay. Bill Cosby was, as much as we might want to now conveniently forget it, a trailblazer who transformed the portrayal of African Americans on television by presenting smart, compassionate professionals, super spy, teacher, and doctor, on a series of hit shows. It would be difficult to overestimate his influence in changing the perceptions, and correcting the misperceptions, of so many Americans across many decades. To now discover the twisted and cruel soul behind those sterling performances feels like the worst possible betrayal to his many, many former fans. Nonetheless, knowledge is much healthier than fantasy, and this conviction will likely be a signal moment in the ongoing national debate, and painful reckoning, regarding the sexual harassment and assault of the past and present. To learn what we now know about Bill Cosby's behavior is part of a necessary maturation of our society's attitudes regarding the daily interactions of men and women. Every moment of every day the sex is commune in ways that are typically mundane and sometimes profound or life-changing, and which must always be respectful of necessary and perfectly reasonable boundaries of privacy and personhood. We are still, of course, not where we need to be yet. Sadly, both women and men still often shout across a divide where the differences between compliments and insults, flirting and harassment, or honesty and deception still sometimes feels like a common language is lacking. Add in our very human and messy sexual desires, and we have fertile ground for the misunderstandings and misgivings that cause many to cut off communication altogether because they fear being misinterpreted, or worse. Many women still feel that Hillary Clinton's loss to Donald Trump, a man who once gleefully described how she was schlonged by Barack Obama during her 2008 presidential run, is emblematic of the deep river of sexism that still runs through our society, and one would need to be very blind or foolish to fail to notice that women are still many times not accorded the respect that is their due. Indeed, however one might feel about Hillary Clinton's policy positions or public record, it is sad to remember the many humiliations she has had to endure, ranging from America's weird obsession with her hairstyles while first lady to a philandering and thoroughly disingenuous husband, during her long and accomplished career. Many women understood and forgave her faults because they had experienced similar pain in their own lives, and they felt like the voters' dismissal of her in favor of Donald Trump was a confirmation of all their worst fears regarding their own shaky status in American society. Now that Hugh Hefner has gone to his eternal rest, perhaps we can now likewise bury his adolescent playboy philosophy that is perhaps understandable in 12-year-old boys but is still unseemly, nonetheless. Keeping firmly in mind that our nation's past has never been as innocent as we might like to believe and idiocy can never be entirely eliminated, perhaps we can at least resolve to speak courteously, behave responsibly, and listen thoughtfully when around the opposite sex. The divides between men and women are likely not so insurmountable as we might sometimes believe, and if we can all be a little open and honest regarding our own faults and shortcomings, no one is perfect, that might ease some of the anger that men and women sometimes feel toward one another. I know we can all agree that what Bill Cosby has been convicted of doing is wrong, wrong on every level and in every possible way. 
that might provide a basis for a dialogue regarding how our pervasive hookup culture and media misogyny has degraded and debased both men and women, and how healing and understanding requires a broad-based commitment to rejecting our worst instincts in favor of our highest aspirations. There is a lot of pain, bitterness, and confusion to be found all around us in both men and women. Restoring the health of our relationships is a shared responsibility that we can either shun or embrace. Breaking down those walls and dialing down the defensiveness will not be easy for many because of past experiences that have made it difficult to trust one another again, but the alternative is loneliness and an empty existence. Therefore, just how hard of a choice is this to make, really?